And I'm your host today for Pure Truth. I want to welcome you to our podcast and thank you for listening. And I want to quickly remind our listeners that our other hosts, Laura Potter and Susan Offen, are taking some time off to wholeheartedly pursue some things the Lord has them working on. So please pray for both of them. I know they would appreciate it very much. All right, so the title of this episode is called Pioneering in This New Era. And our scripture for today is from Isaiah 40, verses 3 through 5, a voice of one calling. In the wilderness, prepare the way for the Lord. Make straight in the desert a highway for our God. Every valley shall be raised up, every mountain and hill made low. The rough ground shall become level, the rugged places a plain, and the glory of the Lord will be revealed, and all people will see it together, for the mouth of the Lord has spoken. Okay, let's dive right into our topic today, which again is pioneering in this new era. So for the past couple of years, I have felt God stretching me, teaching me new things, strengthening me in areas that I am weak, and He has helped me grow in my faith. I hope you guys feel that too, because God is doing some work. The Lord has shown me how to take my eyes off of man and focus on Him and only Him. I know the Lord has been preparing me and so many others for the changes that are coming. There are some days that I feel so ready to take a giant leap of faith into the unknown, And then there are other days I just want to shut the world off and ignore all the craziness that's going on around us. As the Lord continues to teach me and move me forward in this new era, the days that I want to shut off the world are getting less and less. This is because I see God's hand in all that's taking place around the world. I know He is working, and I want to be a part of what He's doing. There are so many new things, so many changes coming that it's going to make our heads spin. And if you've been listening to our podcast for the past year, You'll know that we have talked many times about the new era that we have entered, which is God's kingdom era. The Lord has spoken these words to me many different times. The old has gone, the new has come. He has also spoken this to many other prophets over the past couple of years. So Merriam-Webster defines era as a period of history marked by a new or distinct order of things. With a new era, that means that things will change. Our old way of doing things will no longer work in this new era. So what does that mean for us? How does this affect us individually? Well, for starters, our mindsets and our habits will need to change. I think we can all agree that the way we have been doing things hasn't worked out so well for us, right? We have made a mess of our world, and it's only going to get worse unless we put a stop to it. The good news is, is that we've been praying, and we've been listening to God, who has been instructing us on what we need to do. And together, with God's army of angels, We are working to put a stop to what the enemy is doing, and we will. We will stop the enemy. Many people continue to awaken. Their eyes and ears are opening to see and hear what has been taking place right in front of us. The evil that we are contending with is all around us, and we are starting to see it for what it really is, pure evil. It is our enemy, the devil, who prowls around looking for someone to devour. 1 Peter 5.8 says, Be alert and of sober mind. Your enemy, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion looking for something to devour. Satan has been doing this for a long time. It goes all the way back to Genesis when he was thrown out of heaven along with one-third of the angels because Satan thought he could be higher than God. 
the one who created him. Their attempted rebellion didn't work, and they were cast out of heaven. So Satan, our enemy, has been here on earth for a very long time, and he's had some experience in deceiving mankind. Thousands of years of experience, and history has proven that we have fallen for it over and over again. And here we are, once again, things are not good. We have allowed the enemy to infiltrate every part of our lives. We have been deceived once again. He is deeply entrenched in every pillar of society, even our churches and especially our governments. There is so much chaos and confusion all around us. How did it get so crazy? How did things get this bad? And why aren't our churches doing more? Well, it's because the enemy is deeply embedded in every single area of our lives. Our families, our education, the news, you name it, he's in it. He's there. Our moments of peace and joy are happening less and less often. But the good news is, all of that is about to change. In this new era that we have entered into, God has been training his people, his ecclesia, or his church. He has been giving many people dreams and visions for years, way before any of us were awakened to what the enemy has been doing. Some of these dreams and visions didn't make any sense years ago. And some people never thought their dream or vision would ever come to pass. But now is the time. Now is the place. I definitely feel that way. The Lord gave me a vision many, many years ago about the first book that I wrote, Standing on Faith Together. I saw many people gathering together in faith and unity, and there was peace like never before. Years have gone by, and I never thought it would happen, but I sense that that's about to change. Right? We are moving forward. Things are changing. We are His pioneers. We are being prepared to take over new territory in this new era. Once the enemy's gone, we have a job to do. God's preparing us for that now. Does this resonate with you? It definitely does for me. So let's talk about what a pioneer is. The definition defines a pioneer as a person or group that originates or helps open up a new line of thought or activity or a new method or technical development. A pioneer is one of the first to settle in a territory. They are the first to open or prepare a way, settlement or region, thus opening it for occupation or development by others. Pioneers are the first to explore something new. They go before everyone else. They are focused and they are selfless. Pioneers are leaders. They are not afraid to take a leap of faith into the unknown. Even though they do not know what is on the other side, they assertively move forward, trusting that God will guide them on their uncertain path. In the New Testament, Paul was a pioneer. He was a trailblazer, a leader. He set the example for what it means to pioneer the unknown with Jesus as his guide. And I love what he says in Romans 25, verses 17 through 21. This uh, is from the message. He says, looking back over what has been accomplished and what I have observed, I must say I am most pleased. In the context of Jesus, I'd even say proud, but only in that context. I have no interest in giving you a chatty account of my adventures, only the wondrously powerful and transformingly present words and deeds of Christ in me that triggered a believing response among the outsiders. In such ways, I have trailblazed a preaching of the message of Jesus all the way from Jerusalem far into northwestern Greece. This has all been pioneer work, bringing the message only into those places where Jesus was not yet known and worshipped. My text has been, those who were never told of him, they'll see him. Those who've never heard of him, 
they'll get the message. So Paul had a calling on his life, and he pursued it with everything in him. He served the Lord with all of his heart. He brought the message of Jesus everywhere he went. He did this not knowing what he would encounter on his journey. So pioneers, they tread first on new terrain. They make critical decisions that are based on faith alone. Paul allowed the Lord to guide him wherever he went, even if he knew it would be dangerous. Paul had eyes to see because he fully trusted in the Lord. To have that kind of faith and trust in Jesus means they had an intimate relationship. Even after Jesus was crucified, Paul still pursued a relationship with his Savior. There was intimacy between the two of them. Paul's faith and trust continued to build even after Jesus was gone. We have the opportunity to do the same thing today. Praise the Lord. As we are pursuing an intimate relationship with Jesus, our faith and our trust are growing. It's about staying connected to him so he can guide us on the path set before us. For each of us to have eyes to see the things the Lord wants us to see, we must have an intimate relationship with him. This intimacy will allow our faith and trust in him to grow to new heights. The season that we have entered into is going to be unlike any season we have been through before. But first, we have to go through the storm. We have to go through the fire. We have to confront our enemy and defeat him. There will be some hard truths that will come out in the coming days and months. They've already started. But the only way to truly defeat the enemy is to face these truths and overcome each one of them by the blood of the Lamb and the word of our testimony. There's a verse that talks about that in Revelation chapter 12, verse 11. All right, so how do we do that? Well, it starts with having an intimate relationship with the Lord. You'll hear me talking about intimacy all the time. It's the key to getting us to move forward in this new era. It starts with us awakening to God's truth. He will give us eyes to see and ears to hear in the coming days. And I want to share a couple of words that the Lord gave me earlier this year that reference this. The first one was on April the 18th, 2023. As an awakened Christian, it's still difficult sometimes to fully wrap my head around how easily I was deceived by the enemy. My eyes just didn't see what was right in front of me, but not anymore. There are still so many that need to be awakened. They need eyes to see, so we must continue to pray for God to reach them, so they can walk away from the deceiver, our enemy, and they can experience his freedom and his love. So as I sat with the Lord this evening, I immediately sensed his presence. He had something on his heart that he wanted to share with his children. And he said, Many of my children have allowed the enemy to blind them from my truth. Their spiritual eyes are closed to my truth. They don't see me, and they are blind to all that I am and all that I offer them. I knew that this hurt him. He loves us so much, yet so many don't know him. He says the enemy has deceived them so deeply, and they have lived this way for so long that they don't know any other way to live. But I am the way, the truth, and the life. That's John fourteen six. They do not have eyes to see, but I am coming to change their view and how they see things. I am coming to open their eyes so that they may see me and all that I am and all that I have to offer them. Love, peace, freedom, blessings, wisdom, and life to the fullest. Matthew 6, verses 22 through 23. Your eye is like a lamp that provides light for your body. When your eye is healthy, your whole body is filled with light. But when your eye is unhealthy, your whole body is filled with darkness. That's a good reminder. The Lord said, The enemy laughs at how easily he has deceived my children. With so little effort, he has blocked my light, and all they experience is darkness. 
but my ecclesia has risen up to dispel the darkness. My remnant has taken a stand against the enemy, and they have not backed down. They continue to move forward, taking more and more ground from the enemy. And I want to point out really quickly here that this is pioneering. We move forward, taking more and more ground from the enemy, and God will guide us every step of the way. The Lord continues, My light will overcome and dispel the darkness. The enemy will be destroyed. The new era you have entered into will be unlike anything you have ever experienced before. You have not passed this way before. And that's a reference to Joshua chapter 3, verse 4. I am taking you to higher ground. You have been in the trenches fighting, and now you will rise above it all, and you will taste and see that the Lord your God is good. That's another reference, and that's Psalm 34, verse 8. And the Lord says today, I say, get ready. Open your eyes to see, for my glory is coming in like a flood. It will touch every single one of my children, and it will cover them as a blanket wrapped around them in love, my love. Open your eyes so you may see what I have for you. Freedom awaits. The Lord's heart is so tender and loving. He only wants good things for his children, yet so many don't know the love he has for them. We must continue to stand against the enemy, continue to pray and await his glory to fall from heaven. And when it does, he will wrap us tightly in his love. In order to be a pioneer, we need eyes to see what God is directing us to do. We need his wisdom and his guidance. And we also need ears to hear. It's important for us to listen for God's voice, especially in the wilderness. We have never gone this way before, so this is definitely uncharted territory. As God continues to prepare each one of us for the coming changes, we need to know his voice. And I just shared a word from the Lord titled, Eyes to See. And I want to share a word that I received from the Lord last month, and it's called Ears to Hear. And I received this word on September the 19th, 2023. While sitting in prayer this morning, I heard the Holy Spirit say, Do you hear it? Do you hear the sound of victory? I listened intently. There was only silence, but I felt something coming up from my spirit. I sat with anticipation for a few minutes and I heard a sound. Thump, thump, thump. It was the sound of a horse galloping towards me. It stopped and there was silence again, but only for a moment. I then heard a trumpet. The sound it made reached deep into my heart. It was the most beautiful sound. And shortly after that, I heard the roar. It was a roar of victory. This roar took place in the spirit realm, not in the natural, not yet. These were the angels celebrating, God's army. I stood with excitement flowing through me, and I waited once again with expectation. And then I heard the Lord speak. There is much taking place in the spirit that will soon carry over into the natural. My children, this is because of your prayers. This is because you have partnered with me. This is because you continue to seek me diligently and deeply. This is because I see the intentions of your heart, and they are pure. In 1 Samuel 16-7, through says the Lord does not look at the things people look at. People look at the outward appearance, but the Lord looks at the heart. The Lord continues, This is because you have ears to hear the things I have spoken to you. My revelation continues to pour into the ones that seek me in the secret place. My battle plan is being made known to the ones that seek my face. Matthew eleven fifteen, Whoever has ears, let them hear. The Lord says, Listen for my voice. For the ones that have ears to hear, I am speaking to you. I am guiding you. I am tearing down strongholds so that nothing will stop you. Continue to do what I have placed in your heart. The enemy knows 
that I am working in your life. And for many, he is throwing his whole arsenal of weapons at you. He wants to stop you. He wants to stop what I'm about to do through you. Wow. Thank you, Lord. Stay close to me. Listen for my voice, my instructions, for I will stop him before he succeeds in his plans. Listen for my voice. I have given you ears to hear. Seek me with all of your heart and you will find me. With ears to hear, I will reveal my secrets to you. And one day soon, you will hear the sound of my trumpet. You will hear the sound of victory. You will hear the roar as my angels celebrate with you. Together, we will defeat the enemy. You only need ears to hear, for my voice is never far away. And I want to read a scripture from Matthew chapter 13 that explains why having eyes to see and ears to hear are so important to Jesus. If you are not a Christian, you will not understand what is going on around the world. But for the ones that have an intimate relationship with the Lord, they will have eyes to see and ears to hear. Here we go. Matthew chapter 13, verses 1 through 15. That same day, Jesus went out of the house and sat by the lake. Such large crowds gathered around him that he got into a boat and sat in it, while all the people stood on the shore. Then he told them many things in parables, saying, A farmer went out to sow his seed. As he was scattering the seed, some fell along the path, and the birds came and ate it up. Some fell on rocky places, where it did not have much soil. It sprang up quickly, because the soil was shallow. But when the sun came up, the plants were scorched, and they withered because they had no root. Other seed fell among thorns, which grew up and choked the plants. Still other seed fell on good soil, where it produced a crop. A hundred, sixty, or thirty times what was sown. Whoever has ears, let him hear. The disciples came to him and asked, Why do you speak to the people in parables? And he replied, Because the knowledge of the secrets of the kingdom of heaven has been given to you, but not to them. Whoever has will be given more, and they will have an abundance. Whoever does not have, even what they have will be taken from them. This is why I speak to them in parables. Though seeing, they do not see. Though hearing, they do not hear or understand. In them is fulfilled the prophecy of Isaiah. You will be ever hearing, but never understanding. You will be ever seeing, but never perceiving. For this people's hearts has become calloused. They hardly hear with their ears, and they have closed their eyes. Otherwise, they might see with their eyes, hear with their ears, understand with their hearts, and turn, and I would heal them. But blessed are your eyes because they see, and your ears because they hear. Wow. I continue to be blown away at what the Lord is saying. There are still many that have not awakened to the deceit and lies that we are currently living in, but that is changing every single day. God has a mission, one that leads us to a victory that has never happened before. He is constantly working to open the eyes and ears of the ones that are still blinded by the enemy. But for the ones that are awake, for the ones that know what God is doing, you are the ones that have ears to hear and eyes to see. You have been asking God with your whole heart, and He is revealing His secrets to you. He is guiding each one of you, and He is tearing down strongholds that will try and stop you. If you feel like this resonates with you, go ahead and jump in with both feet. The body of Christ welcomes you with open arms. Pray and ask God to guide you as we continue moving forward. Last year, we did a few different episodes where we discussed the new era that we are entering into. This isn't something that God is just now springing on us. No, God has been planning, teaching, and preparing us for many years. Some have been preparing for this their entire lives. 
We have been in the wilderness for a really long time, and the Lord is bringing us out of it. And we will be his pioneers in this new land, this new era that we have entered into. We, this generation, are blessed because we were chosen to be here during this time. It's imperative that we seek the Lord and his wisdom. This is not a time for us to turn our backs and allow someone else to fix this problem. This is going to take an army of believers that are united as one to push through what we can't see, to move forward even though we don't know what's going on or what's ahead. That is a pioneer. And I want to share part of a word that I received last year on December the 12th of 2022. I have read this one before, so I'm not going to read all of it, but it's so relevant to what I'm talking about today. And this one is called, The Old Has Gone and the New Has Come. The Lord said, this new era that you are entering into will be so different than anything you have experienced before. It will be refreshing, invigorating, and vital for all that I have called each of you to do. I have spoken to my prophets that a way is being made for my children to pioneer the new land they will conquer. New ideas and new inventions are coming. Wow. Many will wonder why these new things were never heard of before now. It's because I have been holding them back for this time and for this remnant. These new things could not be released until the old was gone. The old ways of how my children did things. I couldn't release them when our enemy has control of all seven mountains of influence. Now is the time for me to release these things, for the old has gone and the new has come. Call it down from heaven. It is yours. These blessings are for you, my children. Teach my children to worship me and only me. I have given you strength and wisdom to do this. This new era will be a season of my blessings pouring out from heaven. Expect it. Pray for it. Ask me, and you shall receive my favor and blessing. The old has gone. You are finished with that time, the old ways. Declare the new things that I have ordained for you. Call them down from heaven. Many will come to know me in the coming days. My kingdom age is upon you. This will be unlike anything anyone has ever experienced before. The evil will be revealed and wiped clean. Thank you, Lord. The strongholds and principalities are being taken down and will be destroyed. The only way you can move forward in this new era is for these things to be made known to you so you may understand how you were so deeply deceived. I have prepared my ecclesia. I have shown them what needs to be done. And they have partnered with all of heaven. And together we will set things right. This is not coming. It is here. The old has gone. The new has come. Decree and declare that a new era is here. I decree and declare that, Lord, right now in Jesus' name. The old is gone. The new has come. The new era is here. Your kingdom age, Father. Yes. Thank you, Lord, for encouraging us when we need it. God knows exactly what we need. It is going to take strength and wisdom, courage and determination. It is going to take the body of Christ standing firmly together and not backing down from our enemy. It is going to take pioneers that are willing to lead and plow forward in uncharted territory, no matter what they come up against. And it's going to take trust and faith in God to get us through it. We must remember that all things are possible with God. That's from Matthew nineteen twenty six. He will be our source of strength and wisdom. He will make a way for us in the wilderness when there seems to be no way. He will part the waters to get us to the other side safely. He will destroy our enemy that is coming at us from all sides. He will protect us and he will provide for us. He is and always has been our source for all that we need. As we continue to obey God, even though we don't understand it sometimes, 
as we continue to feel that stirring in our hearts that God is up to something, and as we continue to push forward into what we feel He's asking us to do, God is cheering. He is encouraging each one of us on our journey. He is more excited than we are because He knows what's just ahead of us. He knows victory is just around the corner or right over that hill. He knows exactly where we are headed. And even though we don't feel like pioneers or understand all of what that word means, He is saying to us today, You are all pioneers, for none of you have gone this way before. None of you have traveled where you are headed. Trust in me, and I will guide you where you are meant to be. Open your eyes and listen for his voice. Listen with ears to hear. He is right there with you. And remember, you are not alone. There are many pioneers walking a similar path. We are traveling together with the same purpose, which is to defeat the enemy and move forward in preparation for the return of Jesus. Whatever lies ahead of us, we will get there together. Just as God guided Moses, David, and many others before, he will do the same thing for us. We just need to trust and have faith in our Creator. And I also want to say this before I close. If you have been going through a difficult time, and if you feel like the chaos and craziness will never end, just know that you are going through it for a reason, and you are not going through it alone. The enemy knows God has called you for higher things, and he wants to stop you, so he's going to try. There are many others just like you that are fighting, contending, and interceding like never before. That is why things seem to be so difficult. It's because the enemy knows as long as he keeps you distracted, you cannot focus on God and the work that he's called you to do. And I say, don't stop. Keep doing what you're doing. Stay strong and fight the enemy. Keep pushing forward. You are a pioneer, a leader, and you will get to the place that God wants you to settle in. I am right there with you, praying and fighting, and I know God will take care of all the details for me and for you. So just hang in there. All right, it's time to close, and I'm so ready. I'm so ready for the changes that are coming. Pioneers, let's keep moving forward. We got this. Amen. All right, I want to close with this scripture from Hebrews 12, verses 1 through 2. Therefore, since we are surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses, let us throw off everything that hinders and the sin that so easily entangles, and let us run with perseverance the race marked out for us, fixing our eyes on Jesus the pioneer and perfecter of faith. For the joy set before him, he endured the cross, scorning its shame, and sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. Amen. Today's episode was edited by Caitlin Beck. Thank you so much for all you do for us, Caitlin. Before you go, we invite you to please leave a written review anywhere you listen to this podcast. The more positive reviews that we receive will lead to more listeners that God can reach. Also, please subscribe. We would appreciate it very much. Thank you for listening and allowing us to pour pure truth into you today. We would love to hear from you. So please email us at puretruthpodcast3 at gmail.com. And please visit our websites. Mine is kathyzaga.com. Laura's website is laurapotter.us. And Susan's website is susanoffin.com. You will find all the many different things that three of us are working on. We hope it blesses you. We hope you'll join us next time. And remember, live thirsty. Thank you for listening and may the Lord bless you and keep you and may his face shine upon you and give you his peace. Until next time, your favorite podcaster, Kathy. 
ever thought about starting your own podcast? Do you have a business or a message you want to share with the world? Well, now it's easier than ever with Electricast. Hi, I'm Mark Netter. And I'm Peter Rafelson. We're the founders of Electricast Media. Whether you want to start a new podcast or already have one, join Electricast to grow your audience, monetize your content, and build your community. With our simple sign-up, you get free promotion, world-class analytics, premium ads, and personal support. Go to Electricast.com and join our community today. Electricast. Transform your influence. Electricast. Hey guys, it's Miriam Love here, and I want to share something very special with you. Check out my new release, All In, the Spanish remixes, out now on Electricast Records. And always remember, be love, share love, all love. Available now wherever you listen to music.